0: With us today is Senator Mike Lee. Uh, we're wishing him a very Merry Christmas, uh, Senator, and, and uh, from middle America. And uh, yesterday, I've seen you on television uh, the other day, and you were very angry about what happened in, in Washington with the omnibus bill. What the heck happened on, uh, on that uh, Thursday?
1: One of the best descriptions I've seen of this um, was written up by Kimberly Strassel, the Wall Street Journal. Here's how she described it. She said that, you know, 18 Senate Republicans uh, voted Thursday for the ugliest spending bill on record. And as Republicans scratched their heads over their disappointing midterm, they ought to consider that voters don't see much of a difference with Democrats. She also described in pretty vivid detail, that's why I recommend everybody read her piece in the Wall Street Journal today, the awful mechanism by which this thing was written. A small handful, like four or five people in Congress, got together, came up with some top-line numbers, and then went to work negotiating a bill, a bill that was 4,555 pages long. They released it to us only about 36 hours before we voted on it. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I, I've never met a person who can digest uh, over 4,000 pages of Spending bill text in that period of time. Now that is not by accident. That is not, that is not something that is just a, uh, you know, an unfortunate um, casualty uh, of emergent circumstances. This is by design. They do it this way all the time. They just took it way too far this time. And they did it at a particularly inopportune moment, a moment when it was so blatant what they were doing. I mean, it, think about this. There were, the, the American people just uh, voted a few weeks ago, and they elected a Republican House of Representatives. That Republican House could have and should have had the chance to pass a spending bill using Republican priorities instead of advancing the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer agenda. We opted to advance the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer. and I say we, I didn't vote for it, but a bunch of my Republican colleagues didn't. Think about this, John. They did it in a way that united all 50 Democrats in the Senate, every one
0: of them. Senator Schumer whispered in the ear of uh, Manchin from West Virginia and, and Sinema from, uh, uh, from uh, uh, Arizona, what did he give them? What you're referring to there is the fact that I, I had a
1: couple of amendments. One of my amendments that we voted on yesterday was an amendment that would at least maintain the last... Vestige of any control that we have over our southern border—it's in chaos. But the only thing standing between us and utter pandemonium on our southern border is this authority known as Title 42. Title 42 is expiring, and uh, this would have extended it at least until the end of the fiscal year. We had the votes to get it. We, for eight glorious minutes, we had one bet vote. Uh, when the 10 minutes expired on that vote, they should have called it. We would have won. But instead, Chuck Schumer paused the clock, pulled out Mansion and Cinema. I don't know what he said to them, but he got them both to flip their votes against it. And so we narrowly lost it. This is yet another example of how badly those Republicans who voted for this thing botched it. They, they, they killed our last chance to save the
0: border. They gave a lot of money, I understand, in the bill, a lot of money to to, to protect the borders of some foreign countries, but none to protect the United States border. Exactly.
1: And, And the new money that they gave to the Department of Homeland Security, they said couldn't be used to bolster our border security. But we sent hundreds of millions of dollars to Egypt, to Jordan, and a small handful of other countries in North Africa and the Middle East so that they could bolster their border security. That's messed up. That's really messed up. Something's terribly wrong with uh, the direction taken by Senate Republican leadership here, and there will have to be consequences.
0: Uh, All I can say is, wow, uh, you know, the one thing I noticed, the Democrats have absolute loyalty from 99% of their people, and the GOP, I guess, doesn't have the loyalty between their people, and, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And it starts at the top. Our leadership turned on Republican voters, turned on the
1: Republican base, turned on most Republican senators. It's happened before, but this is one too many times. For me, this is a final straw. And things are going to have to be very, very different when we come back next year.
0: Tell us uh, this Christmas Day. We only have 10 days uh, till uh, the new year. What is your vision for the new year? What do you want to tell all Americans? Although the midterm elections didn't
1: go as we had hoped, uh, in part, I think, because of years of a handful of Republicans doing this. Uh, but re- regardless, um, although they didn't go as exactly as we had hoped, we do have a Republican majority in the next Congress. With the new Republican majority, we're going to have some new opportunities um, to rein in spending. Uh, we're going to have some new opportunities to um, achieve a degree of government oversight and accountability that we might not otherwise have had. And uh, I, as always, will continue to push for what I think are the, the twin structural protections of the Constitution, or what I call the vertical protection of federalism and the horizontal protection of separation of powers, meaning the biggest problem with our government, John, is that over the last eight decades, We've seen an accumulation of power in the hands of the few. We've seen power taken away from the American people in two steps. First, uh, we've transferred it from the people where it's supposed to be exercised mostly at the state and local level. and We moved it to Washington. Then within Washington, we transferred it from the people's elected lawmakers in Congress to unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats. We need to shift federal power, lawmaking power, back to Congress where it belongs rather than outsourcing it to unelected bureaucrats. And we need to shift a lot of the federal power back to the states and localities where it is, it's, it's less difficult to rein in.
0: Agreed. Senator Mike Lee, Merry Christmas uh, and a Happy New Year. And let's pray for our country. And I know you're praying for our country. And um, we will let's catch up in the new year. we Will
1: do. Thanks so much. John. Thank you. Take care.